and welcome to Octet, a podcast about sound in video games. I'm Noel. I am Nathan. Today we're talking about Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Brothers, bros, I don't know. Super Mario oh, yeah. Wonder. I feel like everyone Wait, just... Did you say bros? I said bros, because that's how it is on the you know, official title. Yeah. I feel like it's... I guess, it. yeah, are you supposed to say it? Like, as, like, as bros, like, assume that... Are you assumed to be saying that as brothers, typically, <laughs> when you're know. saying the title? I never actually thought about that's that That's okay. Before. We're rolling with it either way. Yeah. Um, let's see. I can do a quick overview on what Super Mario... Yeah, what is Super Mario is. Wonder? <laughs> it's... It's like, you know, a 2D, largely 2D Mario platform game, kind of like one of the main entries, uh, derivative of the classic Mario games of old. Mario Bros, I think, was probably the first one, technically. I'd have to go back and look at what these old games were actually called. But it's a 2D platformer um, on the Switch, multiplayer, like four people, eight people. Uh, There's a bunch four. of characters. Certain characters do different things. I haven't played anyone other than, like, Mario. Um, it's very bright, over-the-top, kind of, I feel like, as has increasingly been a trend with the Mario games. Um, very visually and musically loud. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's kind of another Mario game entry. I don't know if there's too much more to say about it, but... Yeah, I mean, it's the first one since Super Mario Brothers U, which was in 2012 on the Wii U, which is a while ago. It's been like 10 years since we had a 2D Mario. That's which crazy. is kind of nuts to think about. I thought think there about. was another one in there. Was there a remake of... There was uh, Mario Maker. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, On yeah. Switch. Mm-hmm. Mario Maker 2 on Switch. So there was like people making Mario games, and you'd probably be seeing like clips of like ridiculous Mario levels and all this other stuff like on social media. But... This is the first official like Nintendo one. And there's been, I mean, they did, you know, various 3D ones. They had like the 3D World um, re-release and they had Odyssey. And mm. They released like Galaxy HD or whatever. But like, yeah, it's been, it's been a minute since we had a 2D one. And the biggest thing that this one, I'd say, introduces compared to anything that came before is the Wonder Flowers mm. on each level. Yep, yep, yep. Instead of which is new. Stars. Uh, uh, and basically every time you find one of these on a level, and I believe every level has one because they're kind of like the things you are collecting, like yeah. akin to stars and some of like the... Many levels have like ones. more than one. Yes. Like, so yeah. there's, you, you get one usually for finishing a stage, but there's also typically, occasionally, typically one on inside the stage you can find. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like very easy and out, but sometimes you have to like search for it. And whenever you collect one mid-level, something wonderful happens or just weird or crazy um yeah and we're probably going to talk about a few of those because some of those are the the fun some of the most fun music and sound moments happen when you grab those i say so i guess maybe a light spoiler warning for a few of the fun random level secrets and things you'll find as you're playing super mario brothers wonder but You know, it's a Mario game. It's a Mario game. There's not too much crazy plot. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd rather be surprised and delighted by some of the Wonderflower effects, um, you know, 
stop now. But otherwise, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a few of them at the very yeah. least. But there's so many that you're still gonna we couldn't talk about all of them in like the 35 minutes that we have to do so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of other like currencies, like there always is in Mario games. Like normal coins give you lives. You get 50 purple coins. Do something. You can buy stuff with them. I think. Um, but yeah, it's a platformer. There's hidden stuff. You find shortcuts. It's like, oh, I didn't think to try this my first time through. Like the other Mario games, there's like an increasing number of different modes your character can be in. So there's like regular mode, then you get a mushroom, and you're bigger Mario, and then you can get like the fire one, and you shoot fireballs like the classic ones. There's like an elephant mode in this one, which I think is new. There seems to always be like an animal <laughs> in all the new ones. Um, yep. There's other. There's another one I'm blanking on. Um, anyway, there's a bunch of those. And there's also like badges you can get that kind of give you one additional power that does something um but again it's nothing too crazy it's still a platforming game you run you try to jump and get the flag at the end of the level to get to the top to get the most points and it's a thing um what are you thinking of it so far how far are you into it um i'm uh i don't i don't i don't remember the terms i'm not i'm not super far alex and i have been playing together um but we're like still in the first like overworld zone you know, like the first open map area. Okay. So, so not very far, probably like an hour and a half. And then I started again to like play more careful attention to audio by myself. Um, are you significantly further? Um, I'm on world four, I believe out of the six, I think that are in it. Plus there's a couple extra, there's like an end game special world. And then there's sort of the in between worlds, like hub one you unlock eventually that kind of like leads you to ah, all the other ones. Yeah. Um, so I'd say I'm, I'm I'm decently far along. I I think I don't know if there's like a ton of extra stuff once you hit the end game that like will double in size all the levels I've done. But I'd say I've you know I'm a good way. I'm at least halfway through the kind of typical like story I guess levels of Mario before I you know right will defeat Bowser and save the world or whatever. Um, yeah. So yeah, a little bit farther. I'm having a very fun time with it. It's delightful it's a lot better I, I played a lot of the new super mario brothers games there's like new super mario brothers and new super mario brothers u and a few other ones in there one was like with luigi and yeah because there um, was super mario brothers u deluxe too right there was it, they released that on the switch didn't yes. they maybe that's what i'm, I'm remembering yes is they re- yes. re-released that one as a switch that, game, they released that, that in 2019 ago. yeah yeah okay yes um yep so the I'm enjoying this one more than new Super Mario Brothers, mostly because like I felt like the aesthetic and just kind of gameplay of new Super Mario Brothers felt very samey, even after they like kind of re-released that game on like DS, I think was like where the first new Super Mario Brothers happened, or maybe it was Wii. Um Yeah. But either way, like they made a bunch of them, it felt like, and they all kind of had a similar art style and similar vibe going on. It wasn't like bad or anything, but it kind of just felt samey to me by the yeah. end. It was very um, classic. Like it was, it was very, um, I don't know if like muted is the right term, but it didn't feel like it had much of a, um, like distinct style. Is there yeah, like, it wasn't yeah, as like vibrant yeah. as wonder is like, just like the backgrounds animations and everything in wonder are just like crazy. Um, and very pretty it's good to, it's a good game to look at um but yeah and like the gameplay the wonder flower thing does a lot for it and like the way this game is structured like every level feels like there is something creative going on 
with it, in my opinion. There's yeah. like a few that are just kind of like start here and get to the end. But even in that, the Wonder Flower thing makes it so there's always something kind of unexpected and weird on every level that you play, like something that's going to shake it up slightly, which I think adds a lot to it and makes the game more interesting and it's holding my attention better than the other ones. So Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about talk about it from like a sound perspective a little bit. Yeah, let's um, do it. So still, like I think there's several composers on Mario games at this point, but Koji Kondo is still pretty involved as far as I know. Yeah, he's um, credited, I think, as like the main sound director yep and you know um the score it sounds like it's, it's doing new stuff still a lot of the same instrumentation you know as soon as we've had instruments in mario games it's kind of like jazz fusion with a lot of strings and whistling and <laughs> piano you know like yeah it's what mario sounds like um yeah modern mario definitely has like the jubilant thing going on it's just yeah i mean it, it plays around inside of there but yeah it's <laughs> it's Quirky and fun, and the the thing about Mario games generally is I, I don't think there's typically like songs that get stuck in your head outside of the game, with a few exceptions. Like I think Gusty Garden from like Galaxy, like everyone knows that mm-hmm. one, and there's yeah. like you know some of the classics like Delfino Plaza and some of those like that you'll hear a lot, like especially the 3D ones. I think have had some more staying power, but I feel like generally mm-hmm. Mario music. I like it a lot. I think it works in its favor. Yep. Um, I'd say the same holds true with Wonder, but generally they're not like earworms and I'm going like, whoa, this is crazy cool. Um, there are definitely some really cool, there's some fun, there are some fun tracks this time around too. Yeah, I think it's, it's. I don't, I don't know like scientific, the science behind this, but I feel like it does a good thing where it's like pretty repetitive, but it's not obnoxious, kind of, it has to be. But I think that by virtue of composing little you know pieces with a shorter loop like that it's harder for them to be earworms because if you're really trying to go for like super hooky stuff it'd be it would get annoying like very quickly so i feel like you know it's it's like it's kind of jazzy that's what i'm saying i feel like that is kind of a, a thing with jazz where it's like it's the melodies even like um between tracks like there's not a lot of variance in like they, they use this use the same intervals or short little stanzas it's like oh that's the same piece and then it does something else weird in the way that jazz music typically does. And I feel like mm-hmm. that is kind of the theme. And he's like, in this one, there's always like that, ba-da-da-da-da. And like that little run. Like, yeah, <laughs> that is in all these songs in like slightly different modes. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's always there. Um, yeah. I will say one thing that this game, like Mario games, especially modern ones, do a really good job of this. And this one, I think, does it very well is the like little subtle things that'll change in the score as you are playing levels or as you are doing things or navigating around Mm -hmm. there are some very cool things i think the first thing that stood out to me was um the very i believe first level of this game that you can obtain that elephant power which is one of the new ones one of the new Mm power-ups in this game and let me go ahead and share it because I can just talk over it because you can probably, probably easier to demonstrate if you can hear yeah. what I'm talking about. This starts off and there's this like hilarious, <laughs> hilarious like vocal um, singing that comes in here in a sec. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's very, it very much feels like, hey, we're starting off like we're setting the scene for this like Mario game and this is like the theme that you kind of hear like played throughout a bunch of other tracks right mm-hmm. um, but here's what happens when you pick up the elephant power up 
fire is gone. Yeah. And I've got is that trombone? It's brass of some kind, right? Or a yeah, horn? Well, it's, in synth- there. it's a synthesized horn of some kind. Yes, I'm barely certain. It could like, be. It could be like a like a saxophone. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, so they replaced mm-hmm. that, and I've noticed like, almost any time you can get that elephant power up. I don't know if every single track does this, but they will take out like a lead or something, and replace it with that synth or that sound or something similar to it. Like every time you get the elephant power up, which I'm like, I don't know. There's like a level of attention to detail with that that I think is pretty impressive. They could do that for almost like every track where that could happen, and yeah, have have that come in. Um, and there's like little subtle things that sometimes those power-ups can like the elephant one is the big one i noticed like music wise it's the new thing and yeah i feel like even a lot of the track listings have like this is the elephant version of this song yeah so yeah um but yeah it's (laughs) it's it's fun i don't know i liked i liked hearing all the the little subtle things that change i think Different levels, I, I don't have an example of this I could throw up here, but you know, depending on like where you are in the level or like what you're nearby, sometimes like things will grow louder or quieter. Or like if you're on the overworld and you like run near something or away from something, like different instruments might like come in or out depending on like where you are. Um, yeah, there's, there's just a lot of like, there's a lot of things happening under the hood, I feel like, of all those tracks and like things that's kind of like listening for or watching you do that I think is, um, is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought the, um, it's kind of all on that along that line uh like the very intro when you first start and you're like running through the garden as everyone's arriving at the party thing before you get to the castle not too much of a spoiler here but it does like it's right before it's before the title and like you kind of run to the right and it's like this theme playing and then like i don't feel like mario games have done this last few does a really good job of like your character hits a point and like whatever it takes over like the control are taken from you and then the camera pans up to the title but like it does the thing really well where like it times the swell of the music to the title dynamically based on like how long it takes you to run to that thing and it feels like very just like seamless like it just works really well um and yeah they do that a couple times but the title is the most notable one it's a cool little fade yeah the way they like the, the the tension to detail and just polish that these that the Nintendo games generally, but Mario in particular always has is pretty impressive. And the way they can make it all look fairly seem seamless mm-hmm. with some of those like little things. Another cool cool example I think sort of related to that is you probably haven't reached this yet. I think it's closer to where I'm at, but there's levels that are called like break time that are basically like very short, kind of small little like it'll be like a short little jumping challenge or like a thing where you just grab like some collectibles on like one screen that doesn't like move like it's very fast um one of them is called bouncy tunes um and it's whole shtick is that you were on this level that has like a um, bar like staff on the background of it um and there's like the musical block notes along the bottom and top Mm, of the screen ones like make notes as you run along them Mm -hmm. and when you jump into it, it will play. It plays the track, the Delfino Plaza track from Super Mario Sunshine, which is already kind of fun that yeah. they're like referencing old music, which they do elsewhere, elsewhere as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. This is just like the track from that game. They didn't like. Did, I don't think they changed it. It was like the same one. Yeah. No, but, I have. I have hit the first one of these. I think there may be more okay. than one. But yes. Yeah. Um. But basically, as you were running around, you're hitting like these like music notes in the bottom. Mm-hmm. That are playing like different notes. Yeah. 
but the notes are changing based on the chord of the like Delfino Plaza song uh, that's playing yeah. in the background and like matching what you're doing there. And then once you finish it, they play the, they these little notes that pop up mm-hmm. along the bar staff that actually map to like what the theme of the da 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 And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's, that's fun. That's they did fun. a good job with it. Love that sound. But yeah. like already there, you've got like a fun music callback to an older game, mm-hmm. which you've also coded in some kind of something smart with like the way that the notes on the bottom and top of the screen change like the scale depending on like what chord is playing on the song and you also like programmed in like the notes of these coins appearing on a bar staff which i haven't verified but i assume match the actual notes that are playing like where they're placed on there um i will check that after we record this to verify and make sure (laughs) i'm not like lying but i'd be surprised if it wasn't just because that's the level of like detail yeah kind of everywhere in this game the intervals look correct at the very yeah. least, it's, not, it's pretty close. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, presumably they have that logic in there because, I, yeah, I, I was going to touch on the like you know music note blocks and how you run across them, and like they never feel like discordant with the track of a given level. So presumably they're already like tuning those and putting them in the right key. Like it's already mm-hmm. it's already happening to some extent. Um, so it's not a crazy jump to think that they would also do it, you know, within the context of one song. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've been we've been talking about Sunshine a lot and I I feel like that this game has reminded me of Sunshine more than any other Mario game I think in in theme. It's just like so vivid and over the top and like um yeah, it's just like very very bouncy. It's very like bright. Everything is very joyful. Yeah, it's actually I hadn't thought about it that way, but that's a good point because the yeah, like Galaxy, like as far as like those kind of big, big Mario games mm-hmm. of recent years that I think like New Super Mario Brothers didn't really have like a distinct like identity musically, I would say. There wasn't like yeah. anything there I could like point to me like this is what they're doing. But like, you know, Galaxy kind of had like the space sci-fi thing, had like a little more like synths and was like orchestrated for the first time yeah. and kind of depending where you go would like do that. Felt a little bit darker, um, a little bit more like it's, a little bit darker. It's a little more serious. Like sunshine. It's sunshine still very just the, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in like sunny, tropical mm-hmm. um vibes. And you're right, like wonder wonder is very like going for a similar like isn't this fun isn't this cool <laughs> yeah like like the bowser is a bad guy and stuff but it just feels ridiculous like everything is so mm-hmm. ridiculous it's hard to be upset about it which you know it's a mario game but it just feels very lighthearted. like the dialogue and stuff is crazy this isn't much of a spoiler this is the first 10 i don't know two minutes of play it's like bowser turns into a castle and everyone's like bowser's a castle now and like very like (laughs) into it and like whatever the little bowser dude's like oh yeah and my dad's a castle you can't mess with him he's a castle it's like what is happening in this game like it's so it's so over the top the like music when that's happening it is you know it's like kind of goes it shifts into like metal mode we get like guitars and everything's like heavy duty Mm -hmm. and stuff's a little darker and grungier but it's still like very very fun like it doesn't feel doesn't feel upsetting at all um yeah this is making me think that it would be fun to do like a mario retrospective like what was the vibe of each of these mario like what were they going for with this one and like try to categorize all of them we could talk about mario music and like 
sound generally for a while because as like I know we we called the music like not super distinct outside of the game earlier Mm -hmm. um but like despite that like I will say like sound and like audio is a pretty important thing in this franchise and just like the attention to detail especially with like sound design and like all the little sound effects and like you know early on bleeps and bloops from like the early games but just as they progressed and got 3d and especially like odyssey and you know wonder now like just the attention to detail with all of the little things that can happen is is pretty crazy there's always like something sonically interesting happening i feel like or something loud at least happening <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i think i think that is is kind of the story with mario games or like even the first one yeah. like the mario jump sound has got to be one of the most iconic like sound effects in a game like you could play that asking people on the street what is this i bet you'd have like a staggeringly high hit rate like oh that's the sound of mario jumping um and in this game i think you you kind of mentioned this like they do a really good job of that still sounds like that old like 8-bit effect but you know it's like there's like reverb on it and there's like some additional layers that kind of give it some some thickness when you're jumping like when you jump yeah like the jump sound um or even like the coin pickup sound like it still sounds like the old coin pickup sound like mm-hmm. very similar like the bass sample is there but then you know, yeah uh, it's souped up and everything there's all and kinds they, of other little sound effects like when you like ground pound it does like that weird like cymbal crash thing cymbal crash and the like <laughs> snare roll right before <laughs> yeah. it every <laughs> time it which kind of goes yeah. back to your jazz thing right where it feels yeah. like it's just kind of like a live performance happening yeah. as you're playing every level of this game kind yeah. of there's like a finger um, snap when you beat a level like this giant super reverb like yeah it just yeah. rings forever yeah um, which kind of like mario yeah. like early mario is kind of had the whole like this is like on a stage thing going on that's right true. like you're yeah. in like a play and mm-hmm. it kind of like feels like you're just putting on like this like show and there's music playing you're doing the thing and they all kind of have that sort of performance like rhythm thing going on to them i feel like yeah um, especially like the 2d ones where you're usually progressing left to right and finishing a store like finishing a little level and doing its own little thing yeah so yeah um, it is it's it's there there's like so much sound all the time but i was mm-hmm. going to bring up this is maybe my main I don't know if critique is the right term, but something to discuss is it almost, it's like, it almost feels over overwhelming at points. I'm always just like, I'm having like sensory overload right now. Like I can't even hear what's going on. Or especially when you get the, when you, whatever you put the levels into like the crazy star mm-hmm. mode when you're getting the flowers and just like wonder mode, wonder mode. I don't know if it's actually me. called wonder mode, but when you one, pick up a wonder flower, one, yeah. And just like, over the top but i feel like though that's cool give me a little you know dose of this just like hyperactive everything is exploding there's like you know all kinds of there's piranha plants singing and stars falling from the sky and all this crazy stuff going on oh yeah but uh it's almost it, like it just feels like too much at times and i feel like this is kind of i don't know even back to the samples before like the doo voice samples and stuff where that's like very clearly synthesized like it sounds like an old like almost like a yamaha voice voice keyboard do, 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 yeah do, it's just do, like do. yeah I, this is an intentional decision it's supposed to sound like this but it, i'd argue it doesn't sound great like it just it's like a kind it's kind of grating you know like i don't know it's fine it but is, it's just a lot it is a lot it is a lot definitely i mean this entire game is kind of like a visual and audio like feast yeah and that can be both good and bad in some ways because it's like there's a lot going on visually with like the backgrounds enemies effects and things especially with some like the wonder effects that go on Mm -hmm. like can get kind of crazy 
Um, and then throw in just the kind of cacophony of sound that's happening, especially with some of those very loud in your face, like sound effects and like the talking flowers who say oh. some of the most just like random things. Yeah. And the voice, <laughs> like the voices they choose, chose to use is, is very bizarre. Like it's mean, such a strange choice. Like, why does it sound like there's this like weird adult man flower creature talking to me? <laughs> Why does why has Toad for the last ten years sounded like he's like a New Yorker that smoked a pack a day for the last twelve years? Like why is that? Why is that Toad's voice? <laughs> I think there's just like this inherent sort of identity to Mario that is kind of just bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> in, in just what it's doing. It's like this isn't going to make total sense. This is going to be kind of weird, and we'll just go with it. Like. <laughs> Um, but I agree with you. It's not always, it, it can definitely be a lot. Like I, I've had to, this is not a game and I'm sure other people can do this, but for me, this is a game that I can only kind of play in like 30 minute chunks or so. Cause mm-hmm. I do a few levels, have a good time with it. Then I'm like, all right, that was, that was fun. And I'm going to put this down. I'll come back to it later. So that's kind of how I've been, been consuming it in like 30 minute chunks kind of throughout the day on and off has, has sort of been my, my strategy. Um, but yeah, it can it can be a lot. Yeah, um, and yeah, like, the sound effects are great, but they're like super loud. Like the chipmunk acorns. It's like, why does this sound like it's was recorded in like a chamber hall? Like it's like this huge <laughs> reverb that echoes for ten seconds. It's like, what? Why did? Why did we choose this? Like, I get we want to like always have something going on, but does it everything have to be like turned up to eleven? Like, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a platformer. It has to. <laughs> everything has to be very loud. Yeah. Um, maybe this is just like this is what, Mario. This platform. is what the Zoomers want, man. This is it. This is the future. I think. I think it kind of. I think it generally works. Like I kind yeah. of like. I kind of like everything being kind of loud in a game like this just because it's like very clear. Every time I jump, I know I'm jumping because I hear the sound. Every time I pick something up, I hear a very loud sound. Every time there's like something like an enemy doing something or throwing something, there's like usually something associated with it, which I think is good overall. But yeah, I don't want no sound. I'm just questioning if every sound has to be as potent and prevalent as it is. Yeah. But maybe, like, I don't know. It's it's a vibe. Like it's intentional. Write in your thoughts with how yeah. loud Mario should be. <laughs> Mario needs to be Octet seven. Pod. <laughs> seven loud. Seven loud units. Um, yeah, sorry, you were gonna say something. I keep cutting you off. Well, no, no, you're good. This is this is related. So like the jump sound specifically. So I was mentioning just like attention to detail and just like how much there's thought of behind like every like sound effect it feels like so the jump sound effect is a good one mm-hmm. so you have you played as different characters other than mario uh let's see i was playing mario yeah we i have played with other characters not as okay have you noticed that the jump effect sound is different depending on which character you are playing yeah yeah i think yeah mm-hmm which is already kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It also changes depending on if you are big, big full size yes. character or like short character, which yeah. I thought was also small, like, so not only is pitch. there like potentially yeah. eight different one of these, maybe, maybe some of them share them. Like I think Mario and Luigi's maybe being like fairly close. So I haven't like discerned mm-hmm. it. Like I haven't like loaded in one, loaded in the other and like checked. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was interesting. Like I was playing as Peach earlier because I hadn't played as her much. And I was like, okay, so the jump effect is different um, just when she's like normal or like powered up or whatever. And then I also got hit by something and I was small because her like regular pitch for her jump is already higher than Mario's by default. And then yeah. it got smaller and it was even higher. And I was like, oh, oh man, yeah. this is. <laughs> I feel like that's been a thing for a while though. 
like I don't know when, but I I feel like that was a thing in New Super Mario Brothers. I think that I think the effect maybe changing depending on what size you were was. I don't remember if they all had different ones. Maybe yeah, they did. I don't know. I don't know either. I they probably did. I, no, I have no idea. I just I noted like yes, it, it did it when I was small. The jump was higher pitched, but I did, it did. It felt very natural to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But that's just yeah. like. I think another example of just sound and how much thought they put into every little thing, even if it is a lot or maybe it's, it's too much or in excess, like you can tell they definitely are like thinking every little variation of sound or what they want to change for all these things, like pretty in depth, which is like kind of impressive. I'm, oh yeah. I'm, it's, it's a, impressed. it's like a, yeah, a feast for the ears. It's like, it's, it's a like feast for the there's ears. always something going on. Um, they do a really yeah. good job too of like dynamic filters in a lot of places. Like when you mm-hmm. pause, you like you know they'll put like a low pass on or just make stuff a little bit quieter. Um, like or when you talk to people whenever like in the overworld, then you run up and talk to someone. Mario games have always done this where it's just like the music is gonna keep playing, but they're gonna like bring the level down. So then when you get out, the music can always be loud. Versus I feel like a lot of games would just be like, eh, the music's quieter, and you talk to someone and it's like balanced, so you can hear them. It's like no, the music's gonna be really loud. Then if something happens that we need to quiet the music for. We'll bring the music down so you can hear it and then loud again. Maybe that's just a thing with like Eastern games more so than Western games. But um, yeah, I feel like that's a thing that the franchise has done pretty well for a while. Um, and yeah, like the, again, the music's just very catchy, fun, easy, yeah. not, not obnoxious. A lot of fun, part. like moments in yeah. this game, mm-hmm. I would say like some of the best things musically i've witnessed where you mentioned the piranha plant song i think that's been a common like oh my god this game is awesome Piranha's moment on parade. did you know okay another cool detail i'm gonna keep on saying cool details yeah. if you attack the piranhas yeah, yeah. that are on screen they stop singing they do yeah, yeah. and they come back when they like drops. load back in one of the many voices singing drops and then yeah it comes back in yeah which is like already like yeah. i'm just thinking of like the technical implementation behind that and that like how much work that probably took and it's like this is kind of crazy that like that level of like someone thought you know what should happen Mm-hmm. If you attack or get rid of these, we should like take that many voice tracks out of the yeah. <laughs> out of the song. And I'm like, it's crazy. Yep, I noted um, that as well. That was. Are there any other moments cool. so far that that have stood out to you? Uh, I think that could be our, where we end it. What are some of your favorite Mario Wonder moments? Oh man, we've covered a lot. Um, yeah, Piranha Plant could be is probably one of my one of my faves. To be honest. Yeah, I I honestly was was pretty into the Bowser theme when it like or not the theme, but when like the Bowser makes his appearance does the thing like when the, the everything turned dark that kind of metal the metal vibe coming in um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was some the kind of there are a couple more somber pieces that i thought were very fun and a good change of pace maybe maybe back to my thing like this is always have to be so loud all the time it's like when everyone's sad there's a couple pieces that play that uses the same instruments kind of but some plucked stuff um that just seems very nice and yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Wonder Flower stuff is is very just like exciting. Like, oh, cool. The elephant sounds are fun. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like when you're an elephant um, and smashing through stuff. Those are good. Uh, yeah. How about you? Nice. Um, I think we've covered almost all of mine as well. There are some very fun Wonder Flower moments that are just the gameplay aspect are like just crazy and like the music with it, I think, does a good job. Um 
There's another kind of shorter stage in particular called Jump, Jump, Jump that you may have seen on social media circulating. Ooh, it's I don't think I hilarious have. and stupid. Um, let me show you a clip of it because it'll illustrate this better um, and the music. But I'll describe it as well. So basically, this is a level where you grab a wonder seed and as soon as you grab it, um, music starts playing. And your goal is really just to get to the end of this level, but the platforms that you have to jump to and run along to get to the end show in time with the music. Oh, cool. Um, and it's getting faster as you go. So. <laughs> it starts off kind of slow. Sure. Fun fact, as you're running along those platforms, like a, it's doing like the note block thing. Mm -hmm. And there's like a little like arpeggiated kind of like little thing that's keeping in score with the oh, sure. tune with the yeah. music. But anyway, it gets faster. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> the platforms get small too. It's like the perfect like whimsical but also kind of stressful like mm -hmm. <laughs> music that could possibly be played <laughs> oh we didn't get all the coins at the end you didn't get all the coins in, in that video but mm -hmm. um that was probably one of my favorite just I, I i had to attempt that many times and i think there's another one maybe later in the game as well but i um thought a it was just a fun use of music because it was in time with like the platforms Good, good, good song. Kind of hilarious by like the 10th attempt. Um, but I was still like, this is stupid. And I'm here for it. And I thought, once again, cool attention to detail. Like as you're running along those blocks, it's like making like the sounds, which is also kind of adding to the stress because you're hearing like it play as you're like running along yeah. these platforms as they're disappearing behind you. And you're like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Cool game. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's good. It's very, it's like, it's, it's reviewed very well. Um, people like it and it's mm -hmm. it's fun. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on. Yeah. It's just like a very well yeah. done. It's a polished it's a Nintendo Mario game, you know. It's like Yeah. Yeah. And there's some there's some good tracks in there too. Mm -hmm. Um I like the the like overworld that plays in like the zone between all of the worlds you go to that you can kind of just like run around in is very nice. I'll nice. I'll pipe it in. Just I think it's called like Petal Isles. Vibe just flowers. Yes, flowers is kind of a, a theme. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. But nice. yeah, it's um, it's good. Mario Wonder. I would recommend. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. It's good. Should we do our minor updates? Let's do our minor updates. Who's up to? Who, who's up this time? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll go God. first. I'm gonna go first. Go for it. Um, yeah. So I've been playing. Um. I gotta remember the title of the game I've been playing. Yes, okay. Uh, Return to Moria, Lord of the Rings. Return to Moria, more specifically. Um, it's like a survival game um, set in the mines of Moria. You're a dwarf. You're going back down. Uh, it's like post all of the franchises, um, but it's good. It's uh, got some sound stuff that's like okay but it's very sparse musically and uh, sound effects wise but there is one really cool thing um that this game does and i don't it's not like totally unique but it works very well for dwarfs mining in that there's um like when you're playing with a group of people 
or playing by yourself, there's times where you can like hit a button to make your character break out into song. It's like when you're drinking or mining or you like complete a statue that you're proud of and excited about as you're a dwarf. Um, but if there's a group of you, you can like choose to join people whenever they're singing, if you're in proximity. And then your characters will like harmonize and sing different parts together, which is very impressive because like you can choose your character's voice, you know? So like there's a bunch of voice options. And depending, like, when your character sings, it still sounds like their voice, but depending on when you start singing the song, you'll sing a different part. Like, all these people can sing different parts just depending upon when they join. So it's like, that's a lot of audio, because, like, there's a lot of options that each person could have had to have been singing for each of these songs. Um, yeah, it feels, like, very just kind of emergent and nice, and it's a cool, it's a cool thing. Oh, all that is gold does not glitter. Not all those who wander are lost. The old that is yeah, strong does not yeah, there's some, Again, like, sonically, I would not say it's a great game other than that, uh, sound-wise. But, like, it, like there's, there's all kinds of bugs. It doesn't, it doesn't sound great. But yeah. uh, the singing, singing dwarves. Once again, a fun. cool moment, a cool, yeah. like, sound moment can do a lot for a game. Yeah, it's fine. I'm, 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 I'm not trying to say it's, it's bad, but it's very, it is, like, very intense. Like, there's not much music or anything. Like, it's very, mm-hmm. like, kind of somber. So then when you do start singing, it's like, oh. This is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Lord of the Rings, return to Moria. Yeah. Return, Moria. Return. Sorry. Return to. Yes. Sweet. What's yours? My, my minor update. Um, it's, it's been out for a little while now, but it's 1989 Taylor's version, <laughs> which is an album that came out. Well, originally came out like 10 years ago, but Taylor's version of this album came out fairly recently, like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm mentioning it here because it, I guess, context here. So basically, yeah. Taylor Swift had a bunch of albums that came out because um, she's a recording artist, a very popular one. And um, as a result of some weird music licensing issues that, you know, the music industry is a shit show. Um Basically, she lost the rights to the masters, I believe, of most of her albums up until, I think, Lover? I might be wrong. But basically up until some of her more recent ones. So, like, a lot of her earlier ones, um, she didn't have the rights to. It's like, Red, 1989, um, Speak Now, all those. Um, I'm not, like, a huge... I don't, like, listen to a ton of Taylor Swift. But what she did to... I did listen to 1989 a bit. I listened to, like, stuff after, um, like, some of the more recent stuff, and I've enjoyed it. But 1989 I did listen to quite a bit of when it first came out. So um, I hadn't really listened to any of, like, the Taylor's versions of her other albums she's released, but I did listen to this one. And it's very weird to listen to an artist's album that they have re-recorded intending for it to sound essentially the same 10 years later mm-hmm. and just like I can't really think of any other artists who have done that I've certainly never had the experience of trying like listening to an album like that in that way and it's just it's a very interesting exercise to like go through these songs that like I listened to a decent amount of and kind of notice some like slight differences in production and like wonder what do you think that was like intentional do you think that was like they couldn't quite replicate something was like you know like where 
like kind of just listening to this and trying to kind of discern how it came together and the choices that were made and kind of compare and contrast like the two versions of all of these songs now um, is just kind of fascinating. Um, So yeah, it was just, I just thought it was kind of a, an interesting exercise to go do. And so I guess um, I think the, the Taylor's version is overall pretty solid. There's like some weird technical pieces on it that like, I felt like I was hearing like some static on like some of her vocals on a couple of tracks where I was like, well, that's definitely not great. Um, but overall I'd say it's a pretty decent, like facsimile, I guess of yeah. her older material. It's just very weird to, <laughs> to like go back and listen to it again. Um, yeah, it'd be a tough, uh, like a, a really difficult undertaking. Like even if you're excited right. about it and we're into it, like it's, I'm, I'm sure it would be unpleasant at times and just like frustrating because you're like trying to get some weird thing to sound the same way and you can't get because like that stuff can be so complicated, right? Like who knows how complex yeah. some of those effects chains were and stuff. But I, I guess yeah. I'm, I am curious. I know like the, the cult of Taylor is very strong. So people are like very mm-hmm. pro like, oh yeah, like they're, I think they tend to be pro Taylor version just because they're like, oh, they want her to own the thing. So they're like, yeah, I'm on board with it. But I feel like if you could if you could take that away, do you think there'd be a lot more of the like uncanny valley? Like, I don't like this because why would I like this more than the one that I've been listening to for 10 years or whatever it is at this point? Like, it's got to be kind of bizarre. Yeah, I think there is a level of that with this one in particular, because it's the most recent album that she has done this to. All the other ones were some of her earlier stuff. Um, And I feel like. The reception to those, I mean, I think the reception to album has been largely positive, but I think a lot of people kind of felt like her re-recording like some of the earlier stuff, like, you know, she's a better vocalist now. So like they kind of had a little more punch to them or just to kind of like, you know, they were kind of like country rock albums, essentially like pop rock stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like probably somewhat easier to update those um, just from an instrumental and like production perspective. Um, and also probably kind of easier to give them like a 2023 like shine. But 1989, though, that was kind of like her first like major pop album, though, yeah. which already kind of has like the intense production thing going on yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, I feel like I have heard a little more like the uncanny valley of it all, where it's like this is similar, but it's just a little different. And I don't know in my brain if it's always better to me. Um, and it's there's there's somewhere I think like. Like Wildest Dreams is probably one where I think like, the Taylor's version is better just because I think the synths are a little more like they just sound better or fuller. And I think her vocal performance is better gotcha. uh, this time around. So it's like, OK, um, but I know like one people have been largely critical of is like style mm. because like the kind of guitar on there has like I think like one extra note or like an extra like little lick in it that's like throwing everyone. Oh. <laughs> so they're all like, ah, it doesn't sound the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's just funny. Um, but yeah, I think. It, it, it's definitely weird and that, that's kind of what i was getting at where i'm like i don't really i can't really think of another instance where this has like happened i know there's been like re-releases like you know 10 year anniversary of an album maybe we like re-recorded a track or something but like a whole album that's designed to replace an earlier one yeah recorded with, without like years later yeah without like re-recorded like that's the weird yeah. bit it's like yeah the remasters and mm-hmm. stuff but they're taking the original work and putting different you know, mastering yeah. chains on it and leaning mm-hmm. it up but it's just yeah it's it is it's interesting this is interesting 
all this to say, I think 1989 is overall a pretty solid album. And the Taylor's version is still good. I mean, like, you know, I think the vast majority of people listening to them would not probably notice much of a difference between between the two. Um, so, yeah, if you like 1989, maybe give Taylor's version a listen. And at the very least, it would be an interesting experience to, maybe to go through. <laughs> nice. Cool. Cool. Um, uh, nice. Well, that's yeah. probably a wrap. Um, let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, people... You want to find us? You can find us. We're Octet Pod on all social media. Um, hop in our Discord, discord.octetpod.com. There's also a link in the show notes. Octetpod.com is the website. We'll have links to everything there. Um, am, I, am I forgetting anything? Uh, I think I think you've got it. Octet Pod. Octet Pod. Cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks all. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm gonna stop recording now.